Hey, I'm Pastor Jeff Dawes, lead pastor here at Stockbridge Community Church. I just want to say thank you for joining us here online. It is our prayer today that today's message would be helpful and meaningful to your life. If you're in the South Atlanta area, I would personally like to invite you to come to one of our three services on Sunday at 9 a.m., 10.30 a.m., and 12 p.m. We're located at 4401 Highway 155 North in Stockbridge, Georgia. You may visit our website for more information at sccview.net. Again, that's sccview.net. Thanks again for listening. I hope that you have a wonderful day. Hey, today we're beginning a brand new series called This Is Us. Okay. Has anybody heard of that television show, This Is Us? Anybody heard of that? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. So about 10 people have. <laughs> well, this show is all about people like you and me having different scenarios in their life going on. It's just real life. And today what we're going to talk about, the reason we're calling this series This Is Us is because everything that we're going to talk about over the next couple of weeks is, weeks is us. It is us. This is us. All right. It's our life issues that we're going to talk about. And so today I want to be, begin this, uh, start this off with the time. This subject is, this is marriage. Okay. This is marriage. Now, every single person, when I just said that to you, you went, Oh, why did I come today? I'm glad you are here. Right, because if you're single today, you definitely are going to want to take notes because here's the deal. If you've never been married before and you're single and you're hoping to get married one day, you get to start off right. The rest of us have jacked this all up. We messed it all up, but you get to start off right. So I'm so glad you're here. And by the way, listen, this is going to be PG-11, all right? So for somebody, anybody here that's under 11 years old, then parents, you may want to take them to our kid's place, all right? So uh, because we're going to say some things that might... If you're under 11, it might be something you want to go, la, 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 okay? All right. So, anyways, we're excited. Again, today, listen, so if you've been married today for 50 years, you definitely want to want to tune in because it can get better. And if you've been married five days, you want to want to tune in because it can get better, all right? And so we're all about going up here at SEC, so we want to get better. So we want your relationships to get better. I want mine to get better. So we're going to learn together today, all right? So I want to talk to you again, the subtitle is this, is how to have loving and lasting marriage. How to have a loving and lasting marriage. That is the subtitle today. Now, as I dive into this, again, uh, whoever you are, you're going to want to take notes, all right? Again, let me just say this for the people that are single that never want to get married again or don't want to be married. You need to take notes so you can tell somebody else, all right? That's right. You need to help them out. Warn them. <laughs> this is what you do, all right? This is what you do, all right? Not to not get married. But this is what you do. How to have a loving and lasting uh, marriage. This phenomenon of falling in love is blown us all away. Everybody's looking for this euphoria of like, oh, I just want to feel so good. When you walk into the room, I just tingle all over. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, when you call, I just love to hear your breath. You know what? The Greeks say that is such a phenomenon that these are, you, this uh, emotion that we have, this rush of emotion, 
they call it, it is equivalent to going insane. The people make dumb decisions when that's happening. The problem is, you know, those feelings are pretty good, but here's the thing I want to tell you is they don't last. It's not always, you're never going to be in a relationship all the time where it's like, ooh, I just feel so good. No, sometimes people are going to walk around and you go, oh, I just feel like I want to just kill you. <laughs> Am I right about it? Okay, yes, all right. And so anyway, so, so we have to talk about this today because uh, we want to have a loving and lasting marriage. Not just, not just a lasting marriage. I mean, like, I don't know about you, but I don't want to just, you know, live with Rhonda. I, as a matter of fact, I did the math the other day. I might have told you this last week, but I did the math the other day. And Rhonda and I, if we live to be 90, we could, we could be married 70 years. I got a little excited. She got a little sad. I don't know what to do. <laughs> okay. So let's go ahead and dive into this. Let's just go ahead and do it. You ready? Here we go. How to have a loving and lasting relationship. Number one is I must understand the three components of love. Three components of love. The first one, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you now. And here it is. You ready? The first one is the love of sexual passion. The Greeks call this the eros love. And by the way, I just want to welcome all the men here. They just woke up right there. That was it. All the, oh, okay. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, we welcome you here. Welcome to Stockbridge Community Church. <laughs> yeah, they didn't know where they at until I said, hey, here we go. I want to talk to you about this, and I wish I, wish I could, I mean, if I could sit down every teenager, I'd talk to them about this lesson I want to talk to you today. Every couple, every married couple, everybody, I wish you'd get it. This, this love is, um, is a love that is described in, between a man and a woman, and what best describes this kind of eros love or this, this sexual passion is a magnet. This magnet right here does not have an off switch on it. It is always on. All right. The men are really tuning in now. Dang. It's always on. And so here's the deal is that we have, to, we have to watch this because it's always on and it doesn't think. It doesn't have a brain either. It doesn't think. And so all this magnet knows that anything that, anything that, that uh, has made out of certain materials, it attract, it's attracted to. Matter of fact, I'll show you how dumb this magnet is right here. All right, watch this. I'm going to take this magnet right over here, and I'm going to move it right over here, and there's a bunch of thumbtacks right here on the table, and look what happens. You probably can't see that, but those thumbtacks are stuck right to this magnet. And those, thumb those thumbtacks will hurt. They stick. But this magnet didn't know no better. It just went, mm, okay, that looks, got the, got the features I need, I guess. All right, you, you tracking with me now, all right? Yeah, there we go. And so here's what I want to tell you. It's attracted things to it. It's attached itself to some things that can harm it. And we have to be very, 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 very careful, all right? So just keep that thought in mind. So understand the magnet is not very selective. And so also our sexual desire within us is not very selective either. It's always on. Okay, it's always on. And so we have to learn how to, to say, okay, I got to make sure that, that the focus is right. Now, Hollywood, 
Hollywood has taught us, the movie industry has taught us that every relationship is all about sex. That's what it's all about. Sex, 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 sex. That's all it's about. Okay? But what I want to tell you is this, is that, and I want to tell you, sex in, inside of marriage is a wonderful thing. I am for it. I want to be clear. Okay. Now, here's what it's like fire. Fire in the fireplace is great. Matter of fact, we had that snowstorm come in, and uh, Rhonda's parents, they have a fireplace, and we, was, uh, we went down to their house uh, one day. It was cold, and her dad had a fire going, and it was just really cozy in there with that fire. You know, the, the uh, ambience of the room was just wonderful, and it, there's just something about a fire that just makes you feel warm and toasty, you know? Well, you take that same fire, and you get it out of that fireplace, and it, it goes into the middle of the living room floor, Baby, it's going to burn your house down. So, so fire in the right context is wonderful. We enjoy it. But outside of that, then we're calling the fire department. Right? You tracking with me? And there's been many, 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 many people who've got the fire out of the fireplace with their passionate, their sexual passion, and it's caused a lot of harm. So what I want to say from this point on is this. Listen to me. Everything I'm going to say today, I am speaking to your future and not your past. Did you hear that? Because as I'm beginning to talk, some of you guilt is beginning to rise up. So I want to tell you, we're not letting guilt talk to us today because we're not, I don't care if what you did was, was 10 days ago, 10 years ago, I don't care. We're not talking about your past, we're talking about your future. So let's go from that point. So let me just say this to you before we go. The Bible says this, that sex was God's idea. In Genesis 2 and 24, it says, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be what? United to his wife, that's sexual passion right there, united to his wife, and they will become what? They'll become one flesh. Okay, let me tell you this. Sex is a sacred and private part of marriage. Did you hear that? Okay, let me give you, let me give you some advice right here. Never, ever, 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 ever go talk about what's going on in your bedroom with your buddies. Did you hear that? Nobody's moving right now. Everybody's going, man, I never thought about that. No, no. You're scared to death, right? You're scared to death. Let me tell you something. There's more damage done. You know what I found to be true? I found that people will go out and talk about what's going on in their bedroom with their, with their, with their buddies and with their girlfriends, their sister. You know, the ladies got their girlfriends. They'll talk to, girlfriend, let me tell you, this is what's happening right here. I don't like this. But you know what? They've never told the person that they're sleeping with, their husband or wife, about that. Why do you think it's going to get better when you talk to everybody else about it and you're scared to talk to your own spouse about it? See what I'm talking about? Okay. All right. So, just one last. So, let me just say this a relationship that is built only on sex will never last. That's called an affair, it will never last. Okay. All right, I can see you're ready to move on, so let's move on. All right, here we go. All right, the next one I'd like to give you, the next uh, 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 building block of love, actually, the, uh, is this, is that the love of a best friend is the next component of love, the love of a best friend. This, the Greeks call this filio love. Filio. I feel so good for you, so filio. I don't know. Okay. It's this friendship kind of love. 
This friendship kind of love is a component that's very, very important. It's not the most obvious, but it's very, very important. And in this kind of love, the Bible uses the word companionship for this. And this is where we actually, uh, this is where we share time together. This is where we uh, have hobbies together. And this is where we enjoy something with our spouse that they enjoy doing. Like, you know, like ladies today, the Super Bowl's on. Some of you hate football and you can't wait for it to go off. So this is us can come on, right? Yeah, you ready to catch up on that? But let me tell you something. Maybe today's a good time that you just... You just suck it up. You just take one for the team. You sit down and you just go, yay. <laughs> Is that a foul ball? <laughs> no, never mind. He's going to go, what? What? No, just sit there. Then guys, maybe for you, you know, like maybe for you that she wants to go shopping or something, and maybe you just take one for the team and listen, you say, honey, I'm going to go shopping with you, but let's just, uh, let's set the clock for one hour. Okay, one hour. All right, let's, let's just go. And guys, endure. You know, that's the kind of, that's where friendships begin to develop. And listen, listen, it's dating. Listen, when you were dating, when you were dating, you do all that stuff. And you like it, you know. You didn't like it, but you would like it. And let me just tell you, so dating is very important. It's in this kind of relationship, and it's beginning to see the other person needs over here. Look what Romans 12 says this. Romans 12 and 9 says this. He begins to tell us this. Love must be sincere. Hate what is evil. Let's read what's underlined. You ready? Cling to what is good. You know what that means? You know how you cling to what's good? It's you talk about the good stuff in your marriage. Too many times we spend our lives talking about the bad stuff. Talk about the good stuff. Talk about the good stuff. Then he goes on and says this. Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Let's read what's online. You ready? Come on. Honor one another above yourselves. What does that mean? That means you give attention to their needs. Learn to listen. Give attention to their needs. Encourage them. Respect them. And I would say appreciate them. Listen, fellas, if you, want your, if you enjoy your wife's cooking and you want her to do it more, then say, man, I just love it. You're the best cook in the whole world. And then when she's cooking, go in there and help her do the dishes while she's cooking, and she'll cook you more. <laughs> she's not going to cook more. She's not going to cook more if you just, you know, if you just come in and gripe about, well, wait, shoot, I thought we was having steak tonight. Here we are again eating bologna. That is not what, that is unwise, okay? And then ladies, listen, appreciate him for what he does. Listen, ladies, just tell him, I just love it when you pick your dirty drawers up. Yeah, I just love it. Nobody, you, you, it's preach. I heard somebody say, preach. <laughs> you pick your, you pick your drawers up, you get them, I, you are so good. He'll do it, just. Okay, all right, you get it. <laughs> Never be lacking in zeal. Look at this. But keep your spiritual fervor, serving the Lord. Look what's underlined. You ready? Let's read this together. Ready? Come on. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Now notice this next part. Share with God's people who are in need. And what's those last two words? You ready? Come on, let's read them together. Practice hospitality. You know what? If I come to your house, I bet you'd be nice to me. You're just good people. I believe. I expect that from you. If I come to your house, I bet you, you know what, I bet you'd be nice to me. You're like, hey, Pastor Jeff, listen, why don't you just sit over here? Yeah, well, you know, the restroom's right over there. The refrigerator, would you like a, a Coke or something that's right over there? I bet you'd be nice to me. 
But you know what? Your spouse comes in. <laughs> We're all guilty of this, aren't we? What? Can't you see him watching the television? Come on. We've forgotten how to be nice in marriage. We are attracted to nice things. See, see a lot of people think I've got to do more to be attractive. You want to be more attractive. And so, like, the guys try to go to the gym, and they try to look like me. <laughs> now, why are you laughing? <laughs> yeah, they think, oh, buff me. Oh, yeah, she's going to be, I get buff. She's going to be like, whoa, come here. I got to have you. Then ladies, you know, you think, okay, I've got to have the right hairstyle, you know. Got to look just right. Got to be attractive. Can I tell you something? If you're a jerk, it don't matter what you do, you ain't attractive. Some of you, you can look good, but your mouth just says you ugly. Are you, are you tracking with me right now? You, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, there's sometimes, there's sometimes that, you know, you started feeling, you started having some feelings for your spouse, like, okay, t- tonight we might talk about the first love block, you know? And then all of a sudden you get home and they open up their mouth. It's like, boom, boom, boom. That's why on date night I learned to be real quiet. We on our way home, Ron is like, what's wrong with you? Oh, nothing, honey. I'm good. I ain't saying nothing. I ain't jacking this up. No, I ain't saying nothing. Okay. TMI, right? So learn, listen, uh, learn to sit down with each other. This is where friends, friends sit down with each other. They do a budget together without screaming at each other. And listen, one of the greatest things about financial peace here that you can still sign up for, see, see uh, the, one of the, things, the greatest things you're going to fight over is money. And so why not go and get that together? So we have a financial peace course that's going on, starting. You need to sign up for it today. It brings people together because it teaches them how to talk about money instead of fighting over it, and to get on the same page, and it makes them better. I want to challenge you to do that. I want to challenge you to do that. Also, I would say this. Once you get this down, then it begins, all of a sudden, the satisfaction that you've wanted in marriage so long begins to come because this brotherly kind of love, this liking each other, being around each other, you learn to be nice to each other all over again, and then all of a sudden, you want to be around each other when you want to be around each other. You know, then all of a sudden, the sexual passion happens and love grows. And that's what we're striving for. And so what I'd like to tell you to do is on the back of your connection card, we have a marriage conference that's coming up that will help you with more details about this and give you tools to get better. You can't be better or do better till you know better, so we want to help you get better. And so you can sign up on the back of your connection card for more information or please just stop by the table, the XO conference, Right here, start by the table so that you can get informed. Okay, all right, let's go to the next one. You ready? The last one is this. This one is the love of sacrificial commitment. The love of sacrificial commitment. This is the kind of love that you give to people. You give them love when they don't deserve it. In other words, you know what? Sometimes you give love to people. You do something nice for them, and they don't react the way that you think they should. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you do something nice, and, and then they, they don't receive it like you, they should. And, and, and it's really easy to get hurt. But sacrificial love says, no, I'm doing this in love. And so we find in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8, we find, you know, this passage in the Bible that you hear at every wedding. You hear this at every wedding. You hear this passage. You go, oh, oh, yeah, that's so beautiful. Oh, yeah, this is for people getting married. No, no, no. This is for people who want to be in a long relationship until they die. This is it. And look what it says. Here's what it says. 
You ready? Let's read those first three words out loud. You ready? Come on. Love is... Okay, did anybody get that one? Starts right there. You know what that means? You know what patience means? Patience means that you're going to put up with some junk from the other person. Let me tell you something. There's the 80-20 rule. Listen, you've got to get this in every relationship. 80-20 rule. 80% of that person that you choose to spend the rest of your life with, you love them. You love them. 20, 80% of them you just love, but there's always going to be that 20%. But you know what? That, that just sort of drives you crazy. And, you go, and if you're not careful, you will spend the rest of your life trying to change that 20%. And guess what? You're going to be miserable. Let me tell you something. That 20%, just go ahead and say, God, I'm going to live with this. I, this is just the way it's going to be, and I'm just going to get over it. Because this is the way they are. And so you just have to leave that between them and God, unless it's something abusive or immoral. Okay? All right. He goes on to say this. He says, uh, love is kind. So then he begins to tell us what kind love looks like. Look what he says. Love is kind. He says, it does not, love does not envy, love does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it is not self-seeking, and it is not what? Not easily ticked off. Fuse gets a little bit longer. He says, you know, love, love always says it's not about me. It's not about me. Love always asks, how can I help you? How can I help you? Those are the greatest words. How can I help you? Love, look what it says. Love keeps no record of wrong. You know what that means? It means love doesn't, listen, love doesn't keep bringing up the past. Some of you sitting in this room, one of you, you, one of you has made a mistake in the past, and the other one says, I'm sorry, I forgive you. But every time that person begins to do something wrong, you say, or you do something wrong, and that person begins to say, hey, we can't do that. You go, oh, you remember what you did, right? Oh, I didn't do that. Look at what you did. And then all of a sudden, guess what? That old wound is ripped right back open. You will never have healing. You'll never have intimacy. You'll never have what you want as long as you keep bringing that back up. If you want to forgive something, just stop talking about it and stop bringing it up. If you want to heal. And the Bible says love doesn't do that. But look what it says. It says, love does not delight in evil. Let me just stop there. You know what that means? You know what delighting in evil is? When something bad happens to your spouse, you go, oh, I, you got what you deserve. You just rub it in. Well, listen, at that moment, no matter how stupid it is, they, they need somebody to say, hey, listen, it'll be okay. We'll work through it. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. You know what that means? That means love is always bragging. It's loving to be bragging. It's unloving to be nagging. Love, love does not nag. It doesn't just keep on and on and on. Listen, you always brag your way into love. You never nag your way into love. Matter of fact, if we nagged people, like we, you know, if we nagged during a dating process, we wouldn't be married. We learned how to disguise it until after they said, I do, and then it was on, right? <laughs> we have to change that. And listen, this is called maturity, by the way. Maturity means that, remember we said the first of the year, in order for things to get better, I got to get better. So right now, as I'm talking about it, is if you're only thinking about the person you're married to, saying, oh, I, wish they, I hope they're getting this, I hope they're hearing this, if you're nudging them, then you missed the whole point. Because it ain't about them, baby, it's about you. And when you get better, it's amazing how God can work in somebody else. 
Ask me, because I'm a client. Okay, never mind. Look what it says. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Let's read the last one. You ready? Love never fails. I want to be honest with you. This kind of love that I just read to you is not possible on human standard. You cannot do this on your own. Willpower will not do this. You have to have divine intervention. You've got to have God's Holy Spirit remind you. When you're about to say something rude, you've got to have something come to you and say, oh, don't say that. And that is God's Holy Spirit. And without that, friend, you are in trouble. So I want to tell you, today's the day that you want to become a Christ follower if you want your marriage to get better because you need the Holy Spirit helping you. And so there's a prayer inside of our program that you can pray, to pray to become a Christ follower, that God can help you. And, uh, and when you do this, he helps you. So the only thing I want you to do is after you pray that prayer, is on the back of this connection card. I want you to check the box that says, I'm praying the prayer to become a Christ follower so we can pray with you. Okay. Look at what the Bible says in 1 John 4, 16. We know how much God loves us, and we have put our trust in his love. God is what? God is love. And all who live in love live in who? And God lives where? So you've got to have God to have this kind of love. Okay. The second thing I want to tell you is this. Is that the the second thing that you've got to get down, now I have to get down, is I, here we go, you ready for this? I must get the building blocks of love in the right place. Let's get them in the right place. Okay, write that down. I want to show you something. This, my friend, is the first thing that we talked about. The component of love is is the passionate love. This is what Hollywood said. Everything's made on. Matter of fact, what Hollywood says is this, and what the world says is this, is that, listen, on your first date, Feed her a Big Mac and then hop in the sack. That's it. I mean, it's got, you know, it used to be, hey, take her to a dinner and a movie and a popcorn and then, but no more. It's just Big Mac, hop in the sack. It's all about that. That's what it is. Right now, that's it. It's all about that. And that's what the world says. And then it says, you know, hey, if you like that, if that works okay, if that works okay, then you can just work on the next level of this, which is that friendship kind of love. So, you know, if the sex works out all right, then we can try to become friends. It's no longer friends with benefits. It's like, let's have the benefits and then let's try to become friends. And then the next thing that the world, then, then we're willing to go maybe to the next point, the next step, and that's this committed love. Well, you know, if the sex works out and we still friends, I'm trying. Work the first service. Oh, hold on, baby. Don't you do that now. As you can already tell, this is a shaky relationship, right? (laughs) See that? See what I'm trying to do? I'm almost, I'm trying to do what's almost impossible, right? Oh, I did it. Look, man, we built on sex, and then we're trying to become friends, and we... If we feel like it, we'll get committed and oh no! Dang it! What happened? That sorry woman, that's what happened. That sorry woman, that's what happened. Oh no, that man, oh, he was a piece of trash. I tell you that right now. But you see what happened? 
It was built on the wrong foundation. The least little bump, when you build a, the least little bump right there, you start having problems. Now, I want to be honest with you. I didn't get this right myself. I was a Christian. I was even a pastor. And I didn't get it right. I'm going to show you the mistake that I made. When Rhonda and I started off, we started off with this one. We had this committed love. We were going we to stay married, and we loved God, and that was it. But the problem come in is that instead of having this love, this best friend kind of love, we put it to the side. I, I did because, you know, I was busy working all the time. And then the kids come along, right, because she needed companionship, so we thought having a baby would fix everything, right? And so she needed someone, so she wanted a baby. So I'm like, oh, yeah, we'll have a baby. Let's do it, you know? Because having a baby means more of this, right? Oh, getting too real for you now, isn't it? Oh, can you take this? Can you handle this? Because it's truth. And so, you know what? So really, we didn't have that component in our life. So I would be busy doing whatever I did, even doing God's work, busy all the time, busy. And then guess what? I get home late at night and then, you know, expecting romance. Even though we hadn't been together, we hadn't even hardly seen each other, you know, just expecting everything to get all right. When you go to bed at night, you know, expecting it to be, hey, romance time. And so, you know what? We tried building it like that. And then, you know, we tried this, this, this every once in a while, but still you see how unstable this is? It doesn't work. And guess what? It didn't work. I don't care who you are. You can be a pastor, you can be a whoever. It doesn't work. So we had to get it right. And so after realizing, you know, and like some of you like right now, you're running everywhere with your kids and you're not building a relationship with each other. And, and, and all you got is this, you know, there's a missing component. And every once in a while, you know, like, hey, this tries to draw us back together, but it don't last. And you're so busy, you're so busy, and you don't have time for that best friend relationship. And, and what's going to happen is those kids are going to move out if they haven't already. And you're going to be looking at this person and say, who are you? I only know you in the bedroom, and that's it. And, and I don't know, the, you know, that's not enough anymore. And so the way it gets better is you got to do what we did, and you're going to go back and figure this out. Committed, committed, yes. Committed to God, committed to each other, but we've got to be friends. We've got to be friends. And then, and then, you know, the part that, that we want to be so passionate becomes passionate. When you get committed to God and committed to each other, and you have a, and you have a best friend relationship, this right here is like, whoa, 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 Geronimo! This is like, yabba dabba do, whoa, hey, yay, yay! You get my point. Some of you go, oh man, I'm getting embarrassed right now. <laughs> you're never gonna have, you're never gonna have, you're never gonna have the intimacy you want. You're never gonna have the passion you want. You're never gonna have the fire you want. You're never gonna have that until you have a commitment that says, hey, I'm not gonna leave you. That's what marriage is. Is marriage is saying, I'm not gonna leave you. I'm gonna be here with you forever. And listen, there's a lot of people that wanna have all the benefits without commitment. And guess what? It never ever works. Why? Because you can never fully give yourself to somebody who's not committed to you.
That's the first time I've had an applaud talking about sex. So here's the deal. I'll show you how this works. When there's the lady over here on this side, and the man's over here on this side, and God's right here, this is God. Look, the closer the lady and the man come to God, the closer they get to each other. It all starts with God. The Bible says, look what the Bible says. In Ecclesiastes, look what it says. Ecclesiastes 4 and 12. A person standing alone can be attacked. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. But look at this. Let's read what's online. You ready? Come on. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. And what God was talking about is that he wants to be in your relationship until it's about God all the way. God, you're here in our commitment. God, you're here in our friendship. And God smiles on a couple that is, that is intimate together. He created you that way, and it's not dirty in God's eyes. He loves it. And that's why I give it. You got your bracelet out. You got that? Okay, guys, I've already done the cool factor test, all right? This, this is pretty cool, okay? So, so when you're wearing this bracelet, I'm asking you to wear it for a month. Why? Because I want to remind you that it all starts down here with God. It starts with God, and God has to be woven into this relationship all the way. Listen, when God is the God of your marriage, when God is the God of your friendship, and God is the God of your sex life, it is good. It will never, ever be what you want it to be until you get God in every facet of your life. So this bracelet, I'm asking you to wear just to remind you of that. That when you started off and you end with God, you know what, this is, this is how that Rhonda and I are planning. If God blesses us with 90 years of, of, of living, it's, we'll be married 70 years and then you know, you know what that's gonna look like. We're gonna be sitting on our porch. By then I'll probably need a little oxygen. You know, and she'll reach over my with a little oxygen thing. He let me have a little hit every once in a while. But I'm good, baby. I'm good. Because it all starts with God, and all ends with God. Look at me just a second. I got, I got to get out of here. Watch this. If you'll go back and get the building blocks right right now, no matter how long you've been married, no matter how long you've been dating, if you'll get the building block, if you'll put them back in place you can go and you can have the relationship that you want. Listen, you can go to counseling all day long and I am for counseling. You know that I've been. But if you don't put the blocks back in place, then it's never going to work. Would you stand with me? I want to pray for you. If you're here today with your spouse, would you please just reach over and, and just hold their hand? Would you do that? If you're here with your boyfriend or girlfriend, would you just reach over and hold their hand? If you're a single person here today and you're dating, well, let's say you're dating someone, but they're not here, I just want you to think about that person just a moment. If you're single here today and, and you want to be married someday and you're not right now, I want you to just begin to think about what you hope that could be. And if you're single here today, and you, you know, like, you, hey, I'm done. I, I don't ever want to be married, and I'm good with that. I want you to begin to think about a couple that is married that you know. And we're going to pray today. You know what we're going to pray? 
is that God is going to seal every marriage in this room. Whatever attack the enemy's got, look, you can bump that table. Go ahead. When it's stacked up right, baby, it'll be all right. But if it's not stacked up right, then you can bump that table and it'll go. Today, we want to build it right so the foundation can be right because come hell or high water, we're staying together. Amen. In Jesus' name. Did you hear that? In Jesus' name. Let me pray for you. Father, right now, in the name of your son, Jesus, I come to you, Father, and I ask you, Lord, for every married couple that you would put a, Lord, you'd put a hedge around their marriage. God, the most important thing in their life is their marriage. It's not their children. It's their marriage, oh God. And I pray that you would put a hedge around that and you would protect that, oh God. I pray for every dating couple, God, that they would get this right. Lord, that they would just put it together. Lord, they'd get it right and start off right, that they can end up right with you. And God, I pray today for every single person, oh Lord, that wants to be married. I pray, God, that you would let Mrs. Wright walk into their life. And Lord, you'd let Mr. Wright walk into their life and they would know that they are of God and they build this way oh Lord and we pray for the people here God that are single oh Lord and that Lord don't want to be married God but I ask you to let them become a prayer warrior for all of us that are married that God they can pray for us that we can set the example that you've called us to and so Lord today in the name of Jesus we declare oh God that we are your people and Lord we say Lord no matter what the devil has planned that we're going to stand on you and we're going to stand together oh Lord and we're going to build our families that will glorify your name and we will be people oh God that will be successful in marriage like never before we're going to love our spouse oh God we're going to have a new love we're going to have a new joy we're going to have a new relationship right now in the name of Jesus I pray this prayer hi this is Pastor Jeff again I just want to say I hope you enjoyed today's message if you would like to support God's work through Stockbridge Community Church, simply go to our website at secview.net. Again, that's secview.net and click the Give tab. We want to thank you again for being with us today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.